Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, the topic is estimating project time, estimating the time it will take you to complete a particular project for a client. I want to give a shout out to Tom, one of our listeners. Tom recommended this topic, so thank you very much. And uh, let me get into it. Um, First of all, let's say a client has contacted you and he wants you to write a series of emails, an email campaign. Let's say there's five emails in that campaign. There's a short landing page that goes with that campaign. How long is it going to take you to write that campaign? Five emails, short landing page. How long? Do you know? Okay, how do you find out? Uh, Finding out that answer uh, before you start the project, before you even quote the project, it could be very important to you for many reasons. Uh, number one, it could be important to you for pricing uh, in order to uh, decide what you're going to quote and charge for a particular project. It's good to know approximately how long it's going to take you to do that project. That doesn't mean to charge the client by the hour. I don't recommend that, as you know. You charge the client by the project. But you do need to know approximately how long it's going to take you to complete a particular project. That's a factor in helping you price and quote the job. So you might want to know for that reason. You also might want to know for scheduling. You may have other projects on the go. You may have to very carefully schedule your time. If you have a week to complete this project and you have other things on the go, you need to know approximately how long it's going to take you to complete a a particular project so you can schedule that time into your calendar. If you don't do that, Uh, What might happen is that you might take on a project that takes a lot longer than you realized or thought about and end up being all stressed out or maybe not getting the project done on time or uh, some other catastrophe. So knowing how long it's going to take you approximately to complete a particular project is important for scheduling reasons. And also it's important for your own peace of mind. There's psychological reasons for this. Um, A project becomes a lot less scary if you know approximately how long it's going to take you. Um, If you've never written an email campaign before, if you don't have a lot of experience with copywriting, and you suddenly get this gig to do five emails in a campaign in a short landing page, that might be pretty intimidating. Uh, But if you know it's going to take you, because it's a first-time project, let's say it's going to take you 15 hours to do that project, well, that's a lot more comforting. At least you know, okay, it's going to take me this long. I'll schedule it over the next three days, five hours a day, and I'm going to be able to get it done. Okay, so for, uh, you know, for motivation reasons, for psychological reasons, for reasons for stress, you know, it, there's a lot of reasons why it's good to know approximately how long it's going to take you to complete a project. So how do you figure this out? Well, first of all, I got a confession to make. There is no easy answer to this question. I wish I can give you a formula that goes A plus B minus Z uh, plus T squared. (laughs) I wish I can give you a formula. I can't do that. Uh, And the main reason is that, you know, some people just have more project experience than other people. Someone who has written uh, 50 white papers 
can write a white paper fairly quickly because they've they've done it so many times before. Also, some people are just faster writers than other people. Uh, I tend to be a bit of a bit of a slower writer, a more deliberate writer. But I know some people who can just bang off a blog post in 15 minutes. I don't know how they do it, but they can. Some people are just very fast writers. Uh, you know, it's 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 the same with painting your house. You know, if you ever painted your house with a with a family member or a friend, uh, you know, you probably notice some some people are faster painters than other people, and still they do a good job. Um, you don't know how, they're just naturally faster. So that happens with, with writing and copywriting. So there's no easy answer to this, but you can narrow it down. You can come up with an approximation. So let me give you six factors that you need to think about when estimating how long it's going to take you to do this. Okay. Factor number one, the level of difficulty with the project. The level of dif difficulty impacts how long it's going to take you to do a project. Uh, it takes longer for me to write a page of sales copy than it does to write a simple blog post, also a page. The reason why is because sales copy is more strategic. I got to be careful about it. I got to think about every word. I got to make every word count. I'm trying to persuade someone to take action. And it's, I just find it a more, more demanding type of page to write, a page of sales copy, compared to a page of, of content. That doesn't mean content's not challenging. I'm just saying sales copy is, 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 a, is a more complex type of project. There's more things you need to be thinking about. It has to be written more carefully and strategically. Uh, so the level of, of difficulty uh, plays a role in how long it's going to take you to complete a, a project. Um, a series of five articles is probably easier to write than a white paper, uh, even though a series of five articles is about the same length as a white paper. Uh, white papers are just more strategic. The, the way the project is, it just the level of difficulty is just a little bit higher. So it's going to take you a little bit longer uh, to do that. Websites, for example, tend to be a little more challenging, a little higher level of difficulty, simply because uh, even if it's a simple website that has maybe five or six pages of copy and content, often when you're doing a website, especially from scratch for a company, there's other things you got to be thinking about. You got to be thinking about their branding, their voice, uh, you know, uh, there's key messages, what they're trying to say overall. And there's, there's a lot more to it when you're writing a whole website. So I find that the level of difficulty for that web, for website copywriting is a bit higher than many other types of projects. It's a little like figure skating, where figure skaters get higher points uh, based on level of difficulty because <laughs> they're, they're doing something uh, that's a bit more complex. Uh, the same thing with copywriting. And that's going to impact how, um, how much longer it's going to take you to complete a particular type of project. So that's number one. The second factor, number two, is research. Research simply means... Um, how much time is it going to take you to gather the information you need? To gather the information you need. Now, if the client just gives you all the information, if all you need to do is have a 45-minute interview with your, with your client and pick his or her brain and get all the information that you need to write the, uh, the email campaign, you, you, know, you ask 
him or her about the features and you talk about the benefits and things like that and you get all that information in 45 minutes, that's great. That's not a whole lot of research. But if you're writing a case study, for example, well, now you got to do some additional research, don't you? You have to interview your client to get all the information, but you also have to interview your client's customer and maybe do some other research as well. That takes a lot more time. Or if you're writing a white paper, a traditional white paper needs a lot of research. You might have to be looking for sources, be, be like a journalist uh, digging for the story. More research is involved. So how long is it going to take you to get the information you need so you can sit down and start writing the thing? That plays a big role in how long it's going to take you to complete the project. Research can take a, a lot of time for certain types of projects. So you need to think about that when you're trying to estimate how long it's going to take you to complete a project. Think about how long it's going to take you to be able to gather the information you need, do all the research, and absorb the information so you can start writing about the project. So that's number two. Number three, does the client need advice? And I mean advice above and beyond the typical advice you give as a copywriter. Um, sometimes when you take on a project, the client knows exactly what they want. They have a very clear creative brief or project brief that has all the information. They know what approach they want to take. They know exactly what they want to see at the end. They know exactly what they want, and they can communicate that to you very, very clearly. Isn't that nice? That doesn't happen a lot, <laughs> but it does happen. Okay, sometimes the clients are very clear about what they want. However, sometimes that isn't the case. Sometimes the client is not sure what they want. Sometimes they need some help. Sometimes they need some guidance. Uh, to give you an example, I had a client not too long ago who hired me to write a uh, free trial follow-up series. This is when a, someone signs up for a free trial for an online software of some kind. And then if you've ever done that, there's a series of emails over the free trial period to try to convert that free trial sign-up into a subscription, uh, into a sale. And he wanted a follow-up sequence like that written. However, uh, he didn't know exactly what he wanted. He wasn't sure how often he should send these emails, how many emails there should be in total, uh, what the topics of or focus of each email should be, if he needed emails after the free trial period was over, uh, whether his email should have pictures in it or not. So he wanted some advice above and beyond uh, what is typical for a copywriter. So I had to sit down with him for a couple of hours, in fact, and, and I gave him my advice and we brainstormed ideas and we mapped out, using the strategy that I showed him, we mapped out each and every email and what the focus will be on, on that email before I started writing them. So that is advice really above and beyond what uh, would, would normally uh, be involved in a copywriting project. And this happens more often than, than you might think, especially if you're dealing with small to mid-sized clients. So you got to think about that when you're trying to estimate how long it's going to take you to complete a project. You got to think about, you know, uh, are you going to be able, are you going to have to give the client some advice? Are you going to have to work with the client uh, to figure out exactly what they need before you actually start sitting down to write the piece? So does the client need advice? Number three. Number four, and here's another big one that you really have to consider, is client meetings. Are you going to be meeting 
to death. <laughs> is a client going to demand a lot of meetings? If it's a local client, are they going to want to see you in person? A lot of clients just want you to come into their office and sit down with them and talk to them about the project in person. That's fine, but that's really time consuming. For me, a one hour meeting outside my home office really blows a half day for me because I have to get ready. I have to get dressed in something in more business like clothing. <laughs> I have to I have to drive to the meeting, I have to park. Of course, I'm going to get there early because I don't want to be there late. Then I have to attend the meeting. Then I got to do everything in reverse. I have to get back to my office. And by that time, I'm kind of pooped. And, and there's a half day gone for just a one hour meeting. So if, if you have a client that's going to be uh, that's going to require some live meetings, you got to factor that into how long it's going to take you to complete the project because they can be very time consuming. And you know what? Virtual meetings, teleconferences, web meetings are also very time consuming, even if you don't have to. Obviously, you don't have to leave your office for those because you still got to prepare for the meeting. If you can have a web meeting with a client at 10 o'clock. I can tell you right now, by at 9 o'clock, you're going to be thinking about that meeting and not being very productive. You're going to be kind of sketching out some notes and things to ask. You're going to get ready for that 10 o'clock meeting. Then you log in for the webcast. And they may have scheduled one hour for the meeting, but a one-hour meeting can easily uh, stretch into an hour and a half. <laughs> and then here you are an hour and a half later. It's 11.30, then the meeting's over. Then, you know, you have to kind of come down from that meeting. You're going to make some notes about it. There's like two, three hours gone, okay? So think about meetings. How many meetings are going to be required to complete the, the project? So that's number four. Number five, are you dealing with the ultimate decision maker? What I mean is, are you dealing with the person who is going to be able to make all the decisions or substantially most of the decisions about the copy, or are they going to have to pass it around, your copy, to someone senior to them or to other members of the marketing team for their approval? You know, uh, who are you dealing with? Uh, if you're dealing with the business owner or the president, CEO of a company, or you're dealing with the VP of marketing or the chief marketing officer, then usually they are the final or almost final decision makers. So they can make a decision about your copy right there, right on the spot, that saves a lot of time, okay? They're also very good at telling you what they want, and that saves a lot of time on the project. However, if you were hired by, let's say, a marketing manager, a mid-level marketing manager, they've hired you for the project, uh, and you're coordinating with them, but they have to take your copy upstairs for the uh, CEO to read over, or to the VP of marketing to read over, and you're not dealing with that person, or they got to pass it around to other members of the marketing team, that can make the revision process really long. You, you'll, you might end up dealing with conflicting revision requests, uh, lots of revisions. You're, de you know, you're dealing with someone who, uh, mostly who's, who can't make the final decision on their own, and that becomes much more complicated and it draws things out and it can add hours to the time it takes for you to complete a project. So you got to think about who you're dealing with. If you're dealing with the business owner or the VP of marketing or chief marketing officer, CMO, usually you're in good, you're in good shape. If you're dealing with someone lower than that, you got to think, okay, the revision process might be a bit longer 
and I need to budget a few more hours to uh, take that into account. So that's number five. And finally, number six is your project experience. Have you done this project before? You know, if, you've, it, if you haven't written a white paper before, and this is going to be your first white paper, it's going to take you longer than it normally would for an experienced person to write a white paper, of course. In my experience, the first time you do a particular type of project, it will take you four times longer than it will the fifth time you do that project. The first time I wrote a free trial follow-up email campaign, uh, it took me a, a, a lot of time. I had to figure out how to do it. Now I can, I can write those very, very quickly because I've written, I think, nearly 100. <laughs> you know, I've written a lot of them. Okay, so I have a lot of experience. I, 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 I've done it before. I, I, know how to, I, I, I know how to plan them out. I, I know how long they need to be, and I know what to say. I know what works, what doesn't work. So I have a lot of experience, so I can write them fairly quickly. Okay, but the first time you're doing a project, it's going to take you longer. Okay, so keep that in mind. If it's a new project or you don't have a lot of experience with a particular type of project, it may take you longer. Okay, also, if you don't have a lot of experience with a particular type of industry, if it's a new industry that you really, you know, you're really not sure about, things are different in every industry. Uh, let's say, for example, that you're used to writing for the software industry. And then uh, you get a client in the industrial equipment industry. You know, it's different, okay? Uh, there might be some differences that you aren't aware of that you gotta, you got to go on that learning curve and, and learn about that new industry. That's going to take you a little while longer, isn't it? So you got to keep that in mind as well. So those are some guidelines that's going to help you uh, figure out how long it's going to take you realistically uh, to complete a particular type of project. The level of difficulty with the project, how much research is involved, um, does the client need any advice above and beyond what's normal for a copywriting project, client meetings, that's a big one, are you dealing with the ultimate decision maker, and your experience with that particular project or industry. So I hope that helps you uh, figure out how long it's going to take you to do a project, and thank you again, Tom, for recommending this topic. And by the way, if you have a topic suggestion for this podcast, please let me know. I'm easy to reach. My email is stevesloanwhite at gmail.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. So until next week, this is Steve Slonwhite for B2B Writing Success, and I will be chatting with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. 